We all want to be able to create content more effortlessly, but sometimes writing the blog posts can be the most draining part of owning a food blog. There are a few things that you can do though to make your writing process less intense and hopefully help you to write your blog posts faster. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume, and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm really excited to be talking to you guys today about how you can write your blog post faster because I know that writing your blog post is a very essential part of any content website, but especially for food blogs. And it can be either the best part of your week or the worst part of your week. And so regardless of where you fall in that camp, whether you like writing or not, there are definitely some ways that you can speed up your creation process. And I'm excited to dive into three of those today. But before we dive into today's topic, let me just do my quick introduction that I love to do every single week, just to make sure that you are connecting the dots of who's behind the microphone and you know who is sharing these tips with you because there is a lot of noise out there in the food blogger space and I want it to be very easy for you guys to connect with me as another person and somebody that you guys can trust in this industry. So my name is Madison Wetherill. I'm the founder and CEO over at Grace and Vine Studios, where we specialize in building brands and websites for food bloggers who are looking to stand out from the crowd, who are looking to scale their business and grow and who are ultimately looking to carve out a path for themselves that is sustainable. It's not one that they're going to hustle and burn out or they're going to, you know, see huge increases in rankings just to have those drop later on. We're really helping our clients to create a sustainable business, one that is going to stand the test of all the twists and turns that this blogging industry takes. And we are just so thrilled to be alongside the ride with our clients on this journey. So something I always love to do at the beginning of these episodes is just a quick personal note. And without going into way too many details that I could probably talk about for an entire episode, uh, last month was really, really crazy for our family. And I am just super excited that it is a new month, that August is here and we have new routines that we are starting. We homeschool our kids, but they are also going to a two day a week homeschool program. So they're going to be with other kids in a classroom setting. And honestly, this is kind of an experiment for us to see how it goes and to see how we like this shift because we are not, you know, I don't think anybody is a traditional family in the sense of we all have things that are unique to our situation. And for us, one of the things that has been a unique challenge for me in homeschooling my kids is also finding the time to be able to dedicate to my work and my clients and to find, you know, that proverbial balance that we're all looking for when we are juggling life kids, work, all the things. And so I'm excited for this new season for us and to see how it goes. Like I have done with pretty much everything with homeschooling, I am having a very open mindset about this experience and we will reevaluate at the end of the semester and see if it's still a good fit for us or not. But for now, we're super excited about it. Something else that I am just 
so excited to talk about and share with anyone that I can talk to about it is our new offer. I have teased this a couple of times in the last couple of episodes and a bunch of you guys have reached out to get more information, but I'm excited to be able to finally share a little bit more information on the show. So let me tell you about our brand new service that we have started offering. It is called our Crafted Website Package. And the idea behind this website package is that this is a package that we've designed and we've crafted specifically for bloggers who are looking to break away from the pre-made themes in this space. And they really want to create something unique for their brand and for their blog without sacrificing SEO, site speed, or design. You're really looking for the best of all of these worlds combined. So if you're looking for a way to design a website that is engaging for your audience and has great user experience. If you're looking for a unique look to showcase your brand, maybe you're looking to boost engagement and retain new visitors, and you want the best tech out there, but for a fraction of the cost of what a custom theme might cost, then Crafted is your solution. We are so excited to be able to combine our 25 plus years of WordPress experience on our team to create a completely new experience for refreshing your website that puts together all of the best practices and best playbooks in the industry, but at a fraction of the time and cost and just investment that it takes to create a custom website. We are still building custom websites for those who are a better fit for that, but this has given us a chance to work with a blogger that is at a different level and really needs something that is unique and amazing, but at a smaller cost and a smaller timeline. We also have a bunch of add-on packages that we have created for this package for things like a brand refresh, a video package, social media, and an email marketing package. And so this has just been a really awesome way for us to be able to support our clients in a super holistic way where we're able to look at their business as a whole and create something really amazing for it. So if that is something that sounds interesting to you and you would like to have more information about it, please reach out to me over on Instagram at Grace and Vine, or you can fill out our contact form and get in touch with our team that way. And we will send you all of the information that you need about exactly what this package is and if it's a good fit for you. And I'm just super excited about this and I'm happy that I finally have more information to be able to share with you guys. So please reach out. Our waitlist for this month and beyond is starting to fill up quickly as we share this with more people. So we would love to chat with you to see if it's a good fit. Thank you for letting me share a little bit more about our packages than I normally do in this episode, even though this is, you know, one of our short and sweet episodes, but I just am so excited about it and could not not share it with you guys. So let's jump into talking about writing your blog posts. Like I mentioned, sometimes this can be the best part of your week or it can be the most draining part of your week and you'd rather spend your time developing recipes and taking photos. I love writing in general, but when it comes to blog writing, it is not exactly my favorite. And so this is something that I have really tried to outsource for my food blog. But in general, when I do write blog posts, when I follow some of these tips, it really does speed up the creation process and make it so much easier for me to write a blog post quickly and efficiently without feeling super drained at the end. So whether you are writing one or two blog posts a month or you're doing more like 16 to 20 blog posts a month, these tips are going to help you to write blog posts faster without sacrificing the quality of the content you are creating. So the first step is to start with an outline. 
Sometimes just getting started and getting the ball rolling is the hardest part of writing a blog post. So when you can take away that pressure from yourself to know how to start and to not be staring at a blank screen, you're going to be able to know exactly where you need to start when you sit down to start writing. So you're going to start your writing process by researching your keyword and pulling in all of the headings that you want to use in your post. Then once you sit down to start writing, you know exactly what to write and it's going to be so much faster. For a lot of food bloggers, your outline might look mostly the same from post to post, but if there are specific headings that you want to include for your blog post based on some of the keyword research that you've done and what your competitors are doing, it can be really helpful to get all of those ready before you actually sit down to start writing the content. It is also going to help if you need to do some research for a specific section of your blog post before you start writing. You can also use this part of the process to use a tool like ChatGPT or another AI tool to help you with either the outlining portion of your blog post or the research phase of the writing process. And again, sometimes the getting started process is so difficult. So when we sit down and do this separate from the writing, we're really going to be able to put more energy into it and to use tools like I just mentioned to help make this process easier for us, but it's going to help us to stay in that mindset and stay focused on the outline itself and not get into the nitty gritty of like what words you actually want to share. So if you like to write your blog posts directly in WordPress, then you're going to queue up these headings right in WordPress in a draft for yourself. If you prefer writing in another tool, that's totally fine, but get those headings set up there at a separate time from when you are trying to sit down and write the blog post. That way, no matter where you are putting these headings into, you'll be ready to jump in and start writing as soon as you have the time blocked off for yourself to write. Now, an extra little pro tip here, if you are noticing that your outline is mostly the same or even 30% of your outline is the same from post to post, I highly recommend creating a reusable block pattern template to jumpstart your blog writing process. This is going to have your typical headings, where you like your images to go and things like that. And this is gonna make it so much faster for you to sit down and write or schedule your blog post. It is going to just take all of the thought out of that process because it's the same every single time. So there's really no reason to reinvent the wheel. Speaking of reinventing the wheel, second tip is to reuse parts of your content. So if you have talked about a topic before, go ahead and reference what you wrote in the past. You don't necessarily want to copy and paste the exact words that you used before, or especially if it's large sections of content, like multiple paragraphs, But this is a great starting place to be able to reference what you wrote before and then just refresh how you wrote it or rewrite it a little bit to give it a new take. But essentially the concepts are going to be the same between posts for certain sections. And so being able to repeat that and not have to start from scratch in writing it is going to make it so much faster to write those posts. Really, the goal here is to work smarter and not harder and to ultimately be more efficient with your writing and When we're talking about efficiency, generally, we are hoping that we're going to do things faster and with less effort. So to give you a few examples here, it could be something like a section of content that you have on something like specialty ingredients that you like to use, like a specific type of butter or maybe a favorite bourbon for mixing drinks. It could be a short list of the favorite, your favorite brands of chocolate chips with the affiliate links that you're going to use every time you share a chocolate chip cookie recipe. It might be 
A quick tip about how much salt you want to use when you salt the water for pasta. These are going to be little examples of content that are going to be applicable for multiple posts. And so you're going to just reuse that in multiple posts or rewrite it for other posts so that you aren't having to start from scratch every time. And again, if you have one of these tips that you are repeating in multiple posts, then definitely turn it into a reusable block so that you can easily add it to multiple posts and easily edit between multiple posts as well. Tip number three is going to be to isolate your writing tasks. So this is really a nod to batch working, which I am super passionate about. And we've talked about it so many times on this podcast, including last week on the show. But what I mean here is that you aren't going to sit down and plan to do your keyword research, outlining, writing, formatting, and scheduling all in one sitting. Each of those parts of your content creation process are their own unique tasks and they require a completely different mindset and part of your brain in order to do each of those. It's very similar to the idea that you wouldn't do your recipe development and then your photos and then sit down to write your blog post all in one two hour period because they're just completely separate tasks. And they, even though they're all attributing to one piece of content, they're all using such different parts of your brain and just they're totally different. So you don't do them all in one sitting. Same thing goes for the different parts of the writing process as well. Even though it seems like you're working on one task of writing your blog post, when you break it down and realize how many different pieces of the process go into writing one blog post, you start to realize that each of those needs their own dedicated time. So ideally, you're going to create a session for yourself where you're going to do all of the keyword research for four or five blog posts at a time. Then you're going to outline four or five blog posts at a time. Then you're going to write all of the posts at one time. And finally, you're going to format and get them scheduled all in one sitting. This is really going to help you to stay in a flow state and help you to produce the best writing content that you can because that's all you're focusing on at that time. When you are switching between each part of the process, you are losing efficiency and brain power and ultimately stamina at the end of the day for creating content that is really high quality. So it might take some tweaking of your current process to get this right, but I think it is something that is so helpful when you can isolate those individual pieces of the process and focus on those in a completely different way. This can also be really helpful if you have a project management tool, something like Asana or Trello that you use to map out your tasks for your blog post. So instead of having just one task for whatever the blog post title is, you want to break each part of that process down so that you have subtasks for those various steps. We do this in Asana for my food blog and the way that this breaks down basically is we have subtasks within our main task of the whatever the blog post title is. And we have tasks and various steps like taking photos and editing them, putting the alt text in onto WordPress for those photos, outlining the blog post, writing, scheduling, and then finally promoting the blog post. So each of those steps of the process is its own task. And in my case, there are multiple team members that are assigned to different phases of the process as well. So it's really helpful to have it just mapped out in that way because I'm not the one who's taking the entire blog post from start to finish. But even if you are, you know, you don't have a team that's helping you with creating your blog post, this is still really helpful so that you can visualize how you need to break down that process and how you need to plan your time to get each part of that process completed. I will link to a blog post 
in the show notes about how we use Asana for managing our blog projects. So definitely check that out if you do not have a project management tool or you are looking to maybe switch to a different one that is going to serve you better. Asana and Trello can be really, really similar in the way that they work, but we have found that Asana works a lot better for a team. So if you have more than just yourself working on blog posts, it can be really helpful to use a project management tool like Asana to work collaboratively with your team. So when you are able to isolate your writing tasks, you'll be able to sit down and just write without having to think about what you want to write or what your keyword is because you've already done that part of the process prior to this work block where you're sitting down to do the writing part. Now, like I said, changing up the way that you write your blog posts like this and what I've described might take a little tweaking to get it just right. But with these tips, it is really going to help you to be more efficient with your writing, which in general is going to lead to writing faster and hopefully enjoying writing more. You might even find that as you are able to write faster, that you're able to produce more content. Now I'm going to link to a couple more blog posts in the show notes. One of which is an episode that I did earlier in this year where I talked about how to create more content. And within that episode, only one part of it is about writing your blog post. So there's lots of other tips in there about things like photography and recipe development. So I would highly recommend listening to that episode if you are struggling to create enough content and you feel like it you just aren't being efficient with your time when it comes to creating content. And then second, I'm gonna link to another episode that I did all about AI for food bloggers specifically. Now I know that that is one of those episodes that is going to change rapidly as AI has already changed so much, but I did mention ChatGPT in this episode and so I wanted to link to that as well so that you can get a listen for that and just how I was you know, recommending food bloggers can experiment with using AI. So definitely check out the show notes for all of those links. And then as a reminder, if you are interested in our crafted website package, please reach out to us either over on Instagram at Grace and Vine or send us an email or reach out on our contact form because I would love to share about this offer with you and get you booked for it. So until next week, friends, I hope that you will take some of these tips and implement them into your writing to hopefully make writing more enjoyable and to create more content more effortlessly. Until next week, friends, we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.